This is the Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. Actionable advice from real-life superheroes who, just like you, are in relentless pursuit of the best version of themselves. Whether you're just getting started or have been at it for years, my hope is that this podcast injects you with some positive energy to continue doing what brings you joy. Join me as I interview the best of the best in business, sports, and life. Let's grow together. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm KJ. And we're the producers of the Get Better Everyday Podcast. Do you like podcasts? Well, then hit us up. IkePodcastNetwork.com will help you build your show. All right, Matt Gouget, Get Better Everyday Podcast. I'm excited. Janelle Green is with me today, life and relationship coach. Um, I don't believe I've had anybody in that space on the podcast, so I'm excited about it because We've talked about getting better every day. I know that hard-charging entrepreneurs are are focused on growing businesses, but it might all be for naught if you don't pay attention to what's going on at home. So thanks for joining me, Janelle. Happy to be here, Matt. Cool. So um, I guess the best place to start is how long ago did you get into this space? What kind of drew you to, to uh, you know this, this as, as a career, um, being a, a life and relationship coach? Yeah, well, I've been doing this work for about 20 years. And kind of like most people, you know, we get on this journey when life is kicking us in the butt. And we realize that it's not working and something has to change. And so for me, that moment was actually going through my first marriage and ultimately divorce. And just kind of really taking a look at myself, looking in the mirror And saying, you know, what is it, where is it that I can take responsibility for the breakdown? What would I have done different? And really, like, what is this, what is the lesson? I think one of the things that I've really embraced over the last couple of years is how do we look at challenges and these really, if you want to call them dark times, as an opportunity, as a gift, as a lesson, as the universe may be pointing to something that we need to look at that has been hidden from our view. And so, you know, that's why I love coaching is because it's like, it's kind of like a treasure hunt. It's kind of like a treasure hunt. It's kind of like puzzles. And really, um, how do we discover what has been hidden that we keep tripping up against? Because once we can see it, now that we're conscious of it, now we can step over it. But like when we're in the dark, right, we're tripping on things, we're right? We don't know what's going on. We feel totally discombobulated and we start to really lose our sanity, if I'm really honest. All right. Um, and then, so I started this business about five years ago. I was working in sales. I was uh, had 20 years of sales experience, mostly in the software industry, um, winning top producer trips, you know, about those, right? Um, I went to, I won a trip to Bermuda in 2012. And then in 2013, I want a trip to Rome. And inside of all that, I still was unhappy and rest. And it was almost, I don't know if unhappy was the word, but more like restless and kind of like, okay, I've climbed this mountain, if you will, but I'm at the top and I'm still not having that experience of, you know, like we, you know, we envision like, okay, when I get there, it's going to be amazing. And we, we bust our butts. We, we, we neglect our health. We neglect our family all for this prize, which is sometimes a booby prize. 
And then we realize that it's actually not it. And so we spend our whole lives chasing this carrot when really it's actually not the carrot we want. There's something else. Yeah. And so that's what I love doing what I what I do. And more importantly is I'm I'm concerned about the future generations. I'm concerned about generational trauma and that how affects our ability to be connected, to love, to forgive, to be happy. You know, the two things that all my clients tell me they want is happiness and peace. And yet their behavior, the way they think, the way they act is the opposite of that. And so I think we're all in that kind of same, in that same uh, group, right? In that same bucket is like, how do we create peace and happiness despite all the, the balls or the plates that we're spinning? And how do we be present and really remember why are we doing what we do each day yeah i mean that that resonates so much so much with me like being around other people that have big audacious business goals being a married man myself with with two kids at home i realize like if if things aren't good at home none of the business success matters a really cool thing that i heard you said the word happy janelle Literally sat down last week in person, interviewed Matt Ishbia, a billionaire. He owns United Wholesale Mortgage. He just bought the Phoenix Suns. I talked to him about what's the 30, 50-year vision. What's he going to do with the mortgage company? What's he going to do with the Suns? And he just said, happy is the goal, which was really cool to think about. Because regardless of how much you do, owning a sports franchise and the largest lender in the country... Like there's no bigger mountain. There's no mountaintop that's higher than that. And he realizes happy is the goal. And, and I think happy begins with relationships. You know, he's got great relationships with his three kids and, um, you know, great relationships with, with people in his business and people in his life. Um, I know speaking from experience and from seeing colleagues, um, sales position, mortgage, real estate, um, Things can spin out of control really quick at home, and it always hurts performance in the job. So in your work, what have you seen that's successful and maybe, you know, some actionable items for people to look out before they've, they've you know, let the, the, the things crumble too much? What can you do as a working professional to make sure that you're taking care of the most important thing when we're talking about being happy, which is good relationships. Yeah, well, there's there's so much there. The first thing I want to say is, yes, great relationships does, does lend to happiness. But what people don't get is that the happiness and the relationship starts with the relationship with ourselves. We can, so I did this consult for this guy the other day. And in a nutshell, He's got low self-confidence. Um, he has, he wants to be in a relationship. He was, he was 300 pounds for most of his life, got, uh, got gastric bypass surgery. As soon as he lost all the weight, got into a relationship for the first time ever. He's in his forties, first relationship ever. He gets dumped. And so he comes to me and says, well, how do I win her back? And I said, well, first of all, why would you want to win her back? And if she, if she doesn't want to be won back, and second of all, what's your what's your self-love rating? And he he gets upset with me. He's like, what does self-love have anything to do with relationships? I said, well, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to attract 
the right person. And if they don't love themselves and you don't love yourself and you don't even know what happiness is for yourself, how are you going to give that away to somebody else? And he kept insisting. He's like, that's irrelevant. It has nothing. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then his response to me was, and this was the telling part. He goes, it's not even about happiness for me. I just want to be, I just don't want to be alone. And I would rather be with someone and unhappy than be alone and be unhappy. But how many of us are like that, that we live this life that we're so unhappy, a circumstance, and we're miserable, but we're so afraid of being alone. We don't trust ourselves. And if we don't love ourselves, and then we put all of our worthiness into other people and what they think of us, and all of a sudden they say something that is critical, or they don't agree with us, all of a sudden, our whole identity, our whole confidence crumbles. And so as a coach, you know, I tell my clients straight up, you might not like me. I might, I'm probably going to trigger you because my job is not to be liked. because I really got that I cannot make the difference that I want to make in the world being nice and not, not that there's anything being nice, but how many of us don't actually say what there is to say? because we're afraid of being rejected or failing. Like what if that wasn't even an issue? And so I'm really taking that on for my business as well as my personal life. And so I live full out. I take risks. I have failed thousands of times. I have detoured. I have, you know, been down to my knees, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck am I doing, but always remembering my why. And I think to answer your, your question, it's remembering your why. Why do you go to work? Why do you get up? It's People think it's about the money, but no, money is the thing. There, It's the, the have, but there's something else that we want that money provides us. And so we need to get clear about that. Is it about worthiness? Is it about stability? Is it about freedom? Like, what is that driver? And is it about, because so many people say, well, it's for my family. And yet, they're on their phone, not having dinner with their family, working super late, not attending the important uh, events of their, their family and thinking that that's what there is to do and that that's what being a good provider is. But really being a good provider is a very emotional, there's an emotional aspect. Yeah, you can throw money at your kids, but what they want is your time. What they want is your attention. What they want is for you to guide them to like, what, what do I need? What skills do I need for life? And, in, and instead, we give them a phone. We give them their, boy, their Game Boy. We throw them, you know, we get other people to take care of them. And we, we lose focus on our why. So I think that's a really important piece to remember. So for me, when my business isn't going great, right, it's up and down. These, there are these moments that I feel really crappy about myself because I'm like, I'm really committed to helping people. And when I'm not helping people, I feel like I'm not doing my job or I'm not fulfilling the purpose that God put me on this earth for. So there, I can see for myself, there's a worthiness conversation. So then the question that I ask myself is, can I love myself? Can I be worthy regardless if I have five clients, 10 clients, 20 clients? What does that result have anything to do with my own worthiness? So I think it's being able to break through those unconscious beliefs that were programmed into us as young people to say, when you have lots of money, when you have status, you're a good person, you're successful. 
But what if success had nothing to do with money? What if success had to do with how you feel? What if success was about being peaceful, free, happy, not about what's in your bank account? A lot of great stuff said there, and I'm sure that people will listen to this and, and I can I can see it as you say it, like you're like, I might trigger you. And, and some people might hear something and go, holy crap, like I realized I'm I'm not living in alignment with what I say out loud. Yeah. Like the, the, the thing you said about family is so true where you see somebody, it's like, I'm doing it for my family because I want to provide for them. I want my kids to have stuff I didn't have. Well, maybe your kid wants you to be at every baseball game. Maybe your kid wants you to coach basketball. And if you make 110,000 and not 150, it's not going to make a difference near what it would make to be like, my dad was at every single basketball game. My yeah. dad coached me and, and whatnot. And so um, I, I want to go back to what you said about self-love and, and self-confidence, because that to me really resonated. I know personally, when I'm doing things that I'm proud of, I feel better about myself. When I'm showing up as a husband, when I'm showing up as a father, when I'm serving people at a high level in my business, it could be any of those things. I, I'm proud of myself. And then I show up better in all those areas. And so, um, you, you know, for somebody you're coaching, um, how do you get them to maybe see that? Because Truth be told, I don't always see it either, right? Like right. I could be in a bad mood or stressed out and my work is causing me to come home and be less of a husband and less of a father and less present. So how do you get somebody to realize that, you know, they've got to act in alignment with, with their values, act in alignment with what makes them proud of themselves so that they can show up, you know, their highest self and, and you know, whether it's relationship or work or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, well, I have this theory, Matt. I believe that we are all love. And I all be and I believe that when we know what we want, when we know who we are and who we want to become, the everyday, the actions become easy. When we are not in alignment, when we say who we are is love, and yet we speak very we're very critical, we're judgmental, we're mean to our partners or our children, or we say, you know, what I value is freedom. And yet all you do is you work 16 hours a week, you have no fun, you have no health, that is out of alignment. And so I think the first thing is becoming conscious about the unconsciousness of our unworkability. And so what I tell my clients is, you know, my job, like I'm not a therapist, right? I'm a coach. And what's distinct about that is all I care is about where you want to go. And the work that we're going to do together is everything that is not in alignment with that but a lot of it is again so unconscious and it's like you know so for me uh, you know I'm first gen Canadian I'm from the Philippines my grandma had seven children with three men had grade four education and in my family people were married and had kids by the time they uh, were in grade 10 and so most of my family never graduated from high school so here I am, Canadian, really not focused on children. I'm just kind of focused on doing what I want to do, which is build this amazing, transformative service for people. And my family's always like, when are you going to have babies? When will? And I'm like, and it's so easy to feel the guilt and the shame and being like, oh, I should be that. But then I'm like, well, who says? And luckily, I had a mother who never forced me to be someone I wasn't. She's just like, you do you 
right? You know, as a Filipino, you're either a nurse, right? A janitor, or you're in like um, hospitality. That's kind of the, the buckets that we fall, or a nanny. What's the other one? Or a nanny. Well, that was not who I was. I was a straight A student. I was a good girl. I was a perfectionist. I was a people pleaser. And all of those attributes got me through life really well. I got scholarships. I won all the stuff. And now as an adult, I see how it's actually controlling me, how it's actually inhibiting me from feeling completely limitless. Because I have this, I have this thought that, well, I can't fail because I'm a perfectionist. I can't upset people because, you know, they're, what are they going to think of me? And so I had to literally go through the spaces to say, how can I let go of this? And if this is what I want, and this is this thought is this belief is in the way, how do I remove that belief? And that takes work. And it's hard to do that by yourself because the, 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 Change is scary. Change is in the unknown. It's the something you've never done before. You've never experienced before, right? So Janelle, million dollar Janelle, I don't know what that takes. And thinking about it is both exciting and scary, right? And so I have to make the unfamiliar familiar. And so that really starts with the mindset, Right. And so that's the long answer. <laughs> but it's really just uh, the short answer is making the unconscious conscious, because until you make that thing that's been hiding since you were five years old in the background to the conscious mind, there's nothing you can do with it. You can't change something you don't see or know. So that's really the work that I do with my clients. And I think a lot of us, we just need someone to give us permission to say, hey, it's okay to want stuff. It's okay to want to be a millionaire. It's okay to not want kids. It's okay to not want to get married. That's okay. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure, because, you know, I've had enough conversations that I just have lived this human experience to know that people just don't have clarity. Like the questions you're asking of people are simple, but important questions. Like, where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? I'm curious too, you know, on the theme of getting better every day, um, I'm around all kinds of different people in all types of different businesses, you know, being a, a father, I'm around other people with kids, right? Because that's the stage of life I'm in. And I know uh, that at least part of the audience is like me, where they're building a business and they're, and they're hard charging and they're doing that. I've got friends that have just dropped the ball and they want to recreate either with their kids or with their partner, or maybe just in their friendships, their relationships, like as far as getting better every day at that stuff, because that's what you coach around. Like yeah. where, where do they start? Because to your point, doing something new is scary. And for some like doing a date night once a week, scary, starting to have conversations with your wife and your kids and, you know, it's 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 uncharted territory for some people. So it's gonna be scary at first. How do you how do you get somebody started with that change? Yeah. Well, it's only scary when you're not confident and you're not confident when you don't you haven't taken action or you have not been your word. The more you do your like going to the gym, right? The more I go to the gym, the more confident I'm gonna feel about my body. But if I keep saying I want to lose weight, I keep saying I want to get healthier, and I don't honor my word called going to the gym, my confidence and my self, 
you know, how I see myself is going to deteriorate. So I think first get clear. So here's the thing. Most people are clear about what they don't want. So hmm. guess what? They get more of what they don't want. So like to your point, when I do a consult and I say, okay, tell me what you're here for. They can talk for hours about all the things they're resisting that doesn't work and all the frustration. But I say, okay, I got that. So what do you want? They're like, never thought about it. I'm like, really? But you thought like for all the other stuff, but you actually haven't thought about this, the stuff that actually matters to you because where focus goes, energy flows. So the first thing is we need to shift that energy from fear to love, from resistance to moving towards, right? From what you don't want to what you want. So once you shift that energy, because here's the thing, pain and suffering only exist when you resist what is so. So when you're feeling like, oh, life, oh, money, oh, family, kids, job, you're just pushing everything away. And then people go, I'm exhausted. Yeah, you're exhausted because <laughs> you're resisting what is so. You're, res you're resisting your life. And so the first thing we need to do is we need to get responsible. Okay, this is the way my body is right now. This is the way my marriage is right now. This is the way my finances are. Not from a place of judgment, but just here's what's so. Because when you can get responsible now, you can actually take action. But when you have it, like, it's not my fault. It's my hormones. It's 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 the economy. It's him. <laughs> no power. You are at the effect of life. You are not creating and generating life by design. I love that. That was so perfectly said. I think they're, they're like... That's the best ending spot right there is 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 that advice wrapped up in those last two minutes. Uh, we'll chop that and, and share that across socials. Where can people find you if they're looking for a console or just looking to connect and follow you? Yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, my website is JanelleGreen.com or the simple one is SaveOurMarriage.ca. And I would say 75% of my clients are coming to me for marriage and relationship. And maybe they're leaving, they're, they're me leaving the relationship. And some people are just professionals who know they are meant for more. And they just quite can't bust through that, that ceiling that they're stuck at because that's all they know. That's their comfort zone. And so they want someone to take them on the other side of that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And, and and what I know for certain is getting better every day in those areas, in, in your relationships, in your marriage, for sure translates to better success in whatever business venture uh, folks yeah. are. are and, and I would say too, guys, is like, if there's anything I can leave with people here, it's about progress, not perfection. If you can just be 1% better than who you were yesterday, you'll be 365% better than who you were in the beginning of this year. And so just keep moving forward and be okay with sliding back. And this is why self-love is so important because you have to be able to give yourself compassion because you're not going to have it, get it right every single day. You're going to screw up. And to be able to just be your own best friend, it's like, hey, it's okay. You did your best today and you're still beautiful and worthwhile and loving and all of those beautiful things, regardless of some of your circumstance. I love it. I love it. Get better every day. Thanks, Janelle. Thank you. 
This is Matt Gouget. Just wanted to give you a quick thank you for listening to the Get Better Every Day podcast. Hopefully you're inspired to go out there and get better every day. If you could, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review if you found any value in this. Share it with your friends. Again, thanks for listening and go out there and get better every day.